Where were you on June 20th of this year, just last month? Or July 18th, just last week? I'm willing to bet that some in our congregation who are here today were at Lambeau Field. In June, Kenny Chesney performed a concert in front of 53,000 people at Lambeau. And just last week, you could either have been there or watched it on television, that Brett Favre was welcomed back at Lambeau Field, retired his number, and inducted him into the Packer Hall of Fame. Now these are two different individuals, but what they share in common is that they were able to fill a football stadium. They were able to gather people because they wanted to hear the music of Kenny Chesney or because they followed the life and the legacy of Brett Favre as the star quarterback of the Green Bay Packers for all those years. There was something about those people that drew those people to Lambeau Field that day. Contrast that with our gospel. Jesus today draws many people to himself in our gospel. Over 5,000 people were there that day, and they came because they continued to hear all about the things that Jesus was doing, the signs and the wonders he was performing in the lives of the sick, how he raised the dead. Now, Jesus didn't draw all these people because he could sing a good tune, but maybe he could. And he didn't draw these people because he could throw a football a long distance, a, a Hail Mary, no pun intended, but maybe he could. And Jesus draws these people together without the help of technological devices, with our Twitters and our Facebooks, but rather by word of mouth. And so Jesus doesn't draw 50,000 or 60,000 people like Kenny Chesney or Brett Favre could, but he draws the people that he could in this area. And they come because they have a hunger for God. They wanted to be fed by God, to be fed first by his teaching. The words of Jesus fed them. He was a charismatic figure, and so they wanted to listen to his words and to learn from him. And then they wanted him to do something in their lives. But not only did they have this spiritual hunger for God, there was this physical hunger. And Jesus attends to that in today's gospel. He, when he realizes so many people had come together, he says to his disciples, what should we do? And they say, well, there's this boy here, and he has two fish and five loaves. And they're like, surely that can't feed all these people. So Jesus then doesn't do magic. He doesn't, everybody gathered there doesn't pull out a lunchbox and share their food. But Jesus performs another sign, another wonder in the midst of these 5,000 plus people. He reveals who he is, a miracle worker. He feeds them. Today's reading from the Gospel of St. John begins with chapter 6. This is the great chapter of John's Gospel. Unlike Matthew, Mark, or Luke, John's Gospel doesn't give us the words of institution that we say here at Mass when the priest says, take this, all of you, and eat. Take this, all of you, and drink. This is my body. This is my blood. John's Gospel doesn't have that, but this discourse in which Jesus will continue to teach us in the following Sundays that he is the bread of life and whoever eats his flesh and drinks his blood will live forever suffices for the institution, for the Eucharistic imagery of this gospel. 
But it's not just John chapter 6. There are foreshadowings of the Eucharist in John's gospel. Go back to chapter 2 of the gospel. It's the wedding feast of Cana, where Jesus changes water into wine. A foreshadowing of what's going to happen at the Last Supper when wine is turned into his blood. Or foreshadowing what happens on the cross when the soldier pierces the side of Jesus and blood and water gushes forth. And today's gospel, the multiplication of the loaves and the fishes is an image of the Eucharist that God feeds his people just like he fed the people in the desert with manna. Just like in our prophet, in our reading from the prophet today, that God provided and fed them and there were provisions left over. God wishes to feed each and every one of us today. That's why you're here. That's why we've read the scriptures, to feed your souls with the word of God. And in a few moments, we'll receive the Eucharist to be fed truly by our God. Jesus still draws a crowd today. He still feeds people. Just this past week, as I was at Catholic Heart Work Camp with our teens from the parish, over 200 people from Minnesota, Montana, Michigan, Wisconsin, all came together. Why? Because Jesus drew us together. We wanted to encounter him in our prayer and in one another, and then to go out from our prayer, from our Mass, and to serve the poor of Detroit Lakes, Minnesota, and the surrounding area. This weekend in St. Paul, five of our young people from St. Raphael are at a Steubenville Youth Conference in which they sing songs of praise to God, they listen to speakers, they participate in Mass, they go to confession. Jesus has drawn 1,500 people in the Twin Cities this weekend to experience him in a profound way, to give grace to them. And today, Jesus gathers each one of us, gathered here at St. Raphael together, people who are visiting from EAA, our parishioners, out-of-town guests. We've all come together because Jesus wanted to, us to be here. He wanted to feed us this day. And here's the spoiler alert. In our gospel today, this massive crowd is there. But by the end of John chapter 6, this great chapter, these people are going to disperse. The great crowds aren't going to follow Jesus anymore because his teaching was too tough. They didn't understand it. How can we eat this man's flesh and drink his blood? And so they're going to disperse and leave Jesus. Today we'll disperse, but we're not going to disperse because we don't believe anymore. But we'll disperse having been fed by our God. And then we'll go out into the world and Jesus will draw us together again next Sunday when we come together again to be nourished by his word and by his sacrament. In just a few moments, we'll pray the Our Father. And the great line in there, pertinent to today's gospel is, give us this day our daily bread. When we pray the Our Father, we're asking God to provide for us. And this day he'll provide in a profound way through the Eucharist. But he provides each and every day in your lives and in your homes. Continue to ask God to be a part of your life and to provide for all that you need. Today, Jesus gathers us, he feeds us, and he nourishes us. And this is the Jesus who draws us together, who throws this feast, this banquet for us, and performs the miracle 
of changing bread and wine into his very body and his blood.